Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313 Radical now. That's area code 313 Radical. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and remarriage unchanged, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping men understand courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 120th episode, why dating is for sex huh? and courting is for marriage, part one. Plus, live phone calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that queue, 313-RADICAL, that's 313-723-4225. Or you can call in using your browser at callinstudio.com. So get in that queue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. So, quote of the day, quote, to be an infallible lover, the first thing you must realize is that sex and must sex is and must always be holy. It must make you holy. It must make your beloved holy. It must lead you to him who is holy. End quote. 
Gregory J. Popcheck, PhD book, Holy Sex, A Catholic Guide to Toe Curling, Mind Blowing, Infallible Love. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. I've helped hundreds of men. Right. In their- All right. We are back. We are back. So today we're going to get into our uh, a subject that is a little touchy, a little touchy, touchy, because people don't like to talk about it. Um, why? Because it makes them, It you know, you talk about it, it makes them stand up and fly right. And they don't want to, people don't want to do that. But what I can say is, as promised, we're going to answer the question, why is dating for sex and courting is for marriage? Like, why do I say that? So I've said it before. I say it all the time. I say it at the beginning of every podcast. Um, I forgot who I heard that from years and years ago. I think it was Father Ripperger or somebody in one of his talks. And I just kind of adopted that because it's it's a perfect thing about what, you know, what this podcast is trying to do um, and to get people to understand you know that um that what what this what this marriage thing is really about and so today what we're going to do is we're going to tackle this a little bit you know why is dating for sex and courting for marriage well because as we know when people date all they're trying to do is really sleep together that's the goal the goal is everybody to to, to jump around like bunny rabbits and and all that kind of stuff and, and hang out um, and uh, and see what's going on. But they don't really, you know, but what is really going on is people just really want to deal in pleasure. And and when I say dating is for sex and courting is for marriage, that's kind of really what I mean. Um, courting is for marriage because courting is basically for the man is serious. They're serious. They're trying to figure out what they're trying to do with their life. Like if they're trying to just play around and have fun, or they're trying to really get serious um, about what this life is truly about and what's going on. That being said, um, how do you build a holy lover foundation before actually getting married? So you prepare for marriage before you are married. And that's that's what courting is about to you. you. You're trying to prepare for marriage before you're married. Most people do. They just they, they say they love each other and then they really don't understand what marriage is about and what marriage is designed to do. Um, and then all of a sudden. They look up and um, they're all, everybody's unhappy. And they're unhappy because a lot of times people aren't prepared. Um, people aren't prepared for uh, what's going on in their marriage, like what marriage is going to be about um, and things like that. And um, I don't know. I'm having problems. I don't know what's going on. It looks like everything's working right, but people are popping in and popping out. 
and it looks like that they can't hear me or something's going on. I'm looking at my backup stream and it looks like I'm okay. But if you're listening to me, can you send me a um a comment to let me know that everything is okay? Um, because it looks it kind of, you know, it just looks weird. People coming in and popping out, that's not unusual. Usually people come and stay for at least a couple of minutes. <laughs> you know, but now it's like nobody's it's like nobody's here and I and I can't see anybody. So anyway, if you could please send me a message just to say a comment or anything, a message just to say, hey man, everything looks good, it sounds good, it looks good. Um, and then I'll do my best to um to fix it. Um so let me come off that and get back to what we were talking about. Well, this live thing gets me so every day, every day, y'all, something new. Every day, this live thing is something new. You think you got it pretty much under control, and then something else happens. So we're gonna get going. So again, why is dating for sex and courting is for marriage? How do you be, build a holy lover foundation before actually getting married? The best thing that you can do is when you're when you're courting, you're trying to understand why am I here? Like, what are we trying to do? Like, are we just trying to play around or are we trying to get serious and build a family and understand how to drink towards God and build a life together with children and a family? Um, and but as a man, it's important that we try to prepare for that before we before we get married. And that's where our fathers come in. Right. It's important. Our, that's why our fathers are so, so important. Um, a lot of times, men, boys these days are growing up. They don't even know what what being a man's about, how to be a man, what you're supposed to be doing. Um, when I talk to a girl, what are we, what is our goal? You know, uh, people they go on this thing. Well, we're just trying to fill each other out and see if we like each other. And of course, that's important. But then, all of a sudden, we get attracted to each other. All of a sudden. You know, we start, we jump in the bed, and then all of a sudden, all that goes out the window of about just trying to see each other. Because once we sleep together, you sleep with somebody, the playtime, I mean, it's all over, really. I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're bonded, you are, and you're, not, you're never going to get away from that. Once you sleep with somebody, the you're bonded to that person for the rest of your life, um, and you can't take that back, you know. Um, with that being said... That's why it's important for men to understand about marriage before they get married. Now, you have a lot of these prep courses out there and stuff that that try to prep people. Um, the Catholic Church, we have, you know, before you get married in the Catholic Church, you have to uh, you have to go through a six-month uh, marriage prep thing. It's like you meet the priest once a month, and you go through a lot of stuff about marriage and stuff. And it used to be really good back in the day, but from what I heard right now, it's pretty much crap. <laughs> it's pretty much crap nobody really learns anything and you know um and a lot of times uh guys come to me and say man you you ought to take your program and make it a preparation course man first of all dudes get married they ain't trying to learn nothing they ain't they just want to get married and have fun and be hanging out they're not really trying to learn anything really about marriage and how to stay married for a long time when people get first get married, especially men, they're just trying to get married, decide if they're going to have kids or not, and stuff like that. They really don't really want to understand. Now, maybe if I did this countrywide thing about, hey, you can learn how to have better sex, <laughs> then I might get a lot of prep courses, people. <laughs> uh, so next is, what is why is dating for sex? Dating is for sex. I say that because 
that's all people are trying to do is about pleasure. And if I like you and you like me, then we sleep together. That's what dating is for. We start, we get to see, we get to, uh, see if, we, if we, uh, we get to know each other. If then we like each other, then we decide if we're going to sleep together. Then once we sleep together, then we're going to go on a few more dates and then decide if we're going to live together. Marriage doesn't even hardly even come into it a lot, you know, and that's that's a bad thing. That's not a good thing at all. Next, how does sex before marriage harm the woman? We're going to go into that a lot. But as if you've been listening to me any time, you know that sex before marriage harms the woman because women, the more sex partners they have outside of their husband, the more damaged they become, their souls and psychologically they become affected. And um, it's hard. They, they don't get they don't lose that. They don't they don't they don't lose that. This is why when you marry a woman that's not a virgin or you marry a woman who has a failed marriage, she has a lot of baggage. She has a lot of baggage and that hurts. That'll hurt. That hurts. Um, that hurts her as a woman. So another question, uh, how does sex before marriage harm the man? Sex before marriage harms the man because he has, he builds up this baggage too about what's going on, about what sex is supposed to be about. Um, he's in, you know, he's his spiritually, he's in trouble, you know, he's people with different women and stuff. He's not really understanding his mission and what he's supposed to be doing as a man. Um, pretty much so. Um, that being said, the next thing is why is pleasure the ultimate goal in our society? Well, because we have nothing else. Um, and we have eliminated God from all that vital, that is vital to our growth uh, as a human person. We've eliminated God from the courthouse steps. We've eliminated God from um, we eliminated God from the courthouse steps. We eliminated God from the schools. Um, and it's 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 bad. Um, nobody has no direction. And then we can't, we don't understand. And then we don't understand why we're on all these medications and stuff, why we're sick, why we're mentally ill, why we're depressed and all of that. Well, we're depressed and all that stuff because we have no moral center anymore. There's no moral center. You know, God created us and we have, and we go against that so much that we become sick. There is a consequence to sin. First of all, sin makes us stupid. Sin, the more we sin, the more numb we become to what is right and what is wrong. And then psychologically and spiritually, we become defunct and we become, we become, um, we, we get sickly. Our, that affects our body, that affects our mental health. People just don't realize how important God really is. Okay. Um, Next, so after the break, what we're going to do is we're going to get deeper into this and really start to understand um, and answer the question, why is dating for sex and courting for marriage? This is part one, and we will be right back. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching 
blessing for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, so uh, if there's anyone in uh, that's listening that is, uh, you know, getting that cue that you know you're having dating problems and you're not sure about dating about the girl you're dating and you you want some, uh, you got that question, um, you know, let me know uh, if you are courting and you're trying to figure out if this is the girl you're supposed to marry. Um, let me know and 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 ask the question. Believe it or not. Um, Marriage and dating ain't is not far apart. They're they're really a lot the same. Um, and if you learn how to date and court properly, then you'll learn how the you know you'll learn how to, your marriage will start to go or go pretty good at least at the beginning um, until 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 the husband screws it up right. Um, dating you know dating and courting um, basically the way the, the the way it really should go is when you. When you really, when you like, if you see somebody and you go on a date, right? You go on a date and you just, you know, you go out to lunch or go off the coffee or you, you know, you go, you know, you go to a park and you cheer. You're just, you know, being with each other on a picnic or something. Um, and you're just trying to see if you like that person. If if it's once for a second date, really, you shouldn't be like kissing and 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 going to bed with each other and going to each other's house and going up to her apartment or she goes to your apartment why because man that's an occasion of sin i mean we know we're we're alone with a beautiful woman and she's alone with us a lot of things happen um and but but that's not what dating is should technically it should not be before that dating is just to see if this person I want a second date or, you know do i enjoy being around them do i have do i like um, do I like them? Could I be friends with them? You know, um, are they, are, am I attracted to them, their personality, the way they talk, the things they say, do we have things in common? You know, that's really what dating is supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be about sex. It's not because man, sex confuses things. Sex confuses things. Once we have sex with somebody, it gets, everything gets murky. It gets cloudy. We can't make logical decisions anymore. So if I'm a woman and I have sex with a dude, before that, I could get away from him if I don't like him, right? I don't have to go on a second date with him, right? Well, I didn't like him. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't bond. We didn't, you know, there's nothing, nothing on there's nothing on the line there. You know, but if I date somebody, if I date somebody and I'm a woman and I sleep with them, that changes everything. That changes everything. Now I'm bonded to them sexually. My body and soul and heart and mind are bonded to that person for the rest of my life. So then we have sex again and again. And then all of a sudden, I can't get rid of this dude. I'm, I, I'm chasing him around. I'm thinking about him. And then, then I'm waiting for six months, a year, two years. Then I found I don't even really like him anymore. But it's hard for a woman and for a man once we... 
you know, for a woman, especially once we, once a woman sleeps with a dude, it's, it's, uh, she's, she's basically attached to him. It's very hard for her to leave him. Okay. Um, now for a dude, it's different, a little different, but for men, once you sleep with a woman, then of course, you don't, you know, if you like her, you might hang out a little while longer for a few more dates, um, for a year or so, whatever. And then you find out you really don't like her. She's nags you all the time. You guys don't get along, but you can't get, you just can't get rid of her. You know why? Because you didn't slept with her and, and she won't let you go. Right. You're trying to get away from her. She's chasing you down. She's going to your job. She still loves you and wants to be with you, but you don't want to be with her no more. So how do you, how do you, you know, prevent all of that? And the way you prevent all of that stuff, man, is when you go on a date, you're just going on a date to see if you like the person, if you guys have some kind of chemistry, if you're attracted to one another, if, if you know, if, if I like talking to that person, if the person likes talking to me, does the person listen? Do I listen? Do I want to listen to them? And, and that's really what it's about. Um, and the first date is just to see if we can go on a second date, right? It's not really to see... You know, it's not really for sleeping together and getting anything. We kissing and lip locking and all that kind of stuff. The good thing is for a dude, if you're a woman, if you allow that man to sleep with you the first time or within or or really at any time before you're married, but especially on the first date within the first couple of weeks, he's just going to move on. Most of them, they're just going to move on. The way it is proven, the way to get a man to ask you to marry you if you're a woman is to keep your legs closed and you make him earn it. If he says he loves you, make him make him earn it. Just like a woman. If you're a man and you're trying to court and see if it's see if it's somebody, there's somebody I can spend the rest of my life with, and they're trying to she's trying to jump all on you every time you see each other and stuff, and you're like, wait a minute, let's just try to see if we can, if we even like each other, then that's probably not the woman for you, right? Um, courting is courting is different in that really, it's really, courting is really about God. It really is. It's like, am I trying to build something special? Am I trying to build a family? Am I trying to move my family towards God? And how do I do that? So today we reveal the top 16 reasons that dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. And also today we'll cover only part one, why dating is for sex. And we're going to cover the first eight, um, the first eight. And that's what is why dating is for sex. And then tomorrow we're, we'll cover it. Why not? Well, the next show, which will be tomorrow. But if you're listening to this on a podcast, it'll be different. Um, then uh, the next is why we'll um, then tomorrow or the next show will be why courting is for marriage. So we'll, we'll, we'll go over those eight uh, at the next show. Okay. So with that being said, let's get going. So dating is for sex. Why? So number one, we are not focused on the person, but what we can get out of them. Not really considering what is best for her, but what you want. Okay. Which is basically selfishness as a man. Um, I'm I'm not really focused on her. I'm just focused on me and what I can get out of her, her body, you know, how she can make me feel. And if you, if a man is like that when he's dating, he's going to be like that when he gets married. Okay. Um, and if, if he doesn't understand that when he's dating and courting, then he's really, when he gets married, it's going to be worse. Women think that they can change a man 
Well, they see they see him, they like him, they they go on a few dates with him, and they think that he's cool. They sleep with him, and then they think, well, he's got a lot of these flaws, and he has a lot of red flags. But women think, well, you know, I can change him. I can change him. And the thing about it is, any man or any woman, if if they have a lot of red flags before you marry them, once you do marry them, those red flags are going to get worse. It's not going to get better. This is why you when you this is why when you're dealing with somebody and you're you're dating them, you don't want to try to change them because that's a lot of work to try to change somebody. Now, once you're married to a man or married to a woman, it's different. You know, you kind of guide them along. But before that, you don't try to change anybody when you're dating them. They are who they are. And people show you who they are. Maybe not the first week or the first month, but over six months to a year. It's pretty hard to do a lot of lying. It's pretty pretty hard to be deceptive, okay? So, number two, why dating is for sex is we are just trying to get in her pants. That's the truth. People don't like to hear that. You don't like to hear that, but that's the truth. That's why guys date. They want to try they're trying to their goal is pleasure. Their goal is pleasure. Their goal is not serious of getting married. It's really not. We just got to try it out. We're going to see if we, you know, we're going to see if maybe we can live together. You know, if I like her, if I like her and, and we hang out, maybe I might move in with her, you know, uh, but I'm a, I'm a sleep with her first. I'm not, I'm not moving in with nobody I ain't slept with. I'm not marrying nobody I haven't slept with. And they, that causes a lot of problems. Like I said, that causes everything to get cloudy. Like we don't understand, like once again, once we sleep with somebody, you know, that emotion causes us to get clouded. We can't make logical decisions. That's it's really hard on women. And I know I said that earlier, but it's really, really hard on women. They can't, once a woman sleeps with you, it's hard for them to detach themselves from you because of the emotional thing, the emotional gift they have to bond with children. And so that bonding, when they make love and have sex, it goes, it, it, it moves over to the man and it's very hard for her to actually get up and leave you. And that's that's the power of a man. And so as a man, you slept with the girl and you don't really want her anymore, say after a week or two or a month or two or six months, and you didn't slept with her and used her up, and she gets mad because she thought that you guys were gonna be together forever. Remember, women don't most women do not sleep with a man who they don't think has the potential for them to marry. That's the truth, man. That's the truth. When women will lie, they'll say all kind of stuff to make you think that they just want to have fun. But no, they think they can change you. So that's why they'll still stick it out. If they think you got potential, they like you, they think you're cute, and and, and, and especially if you guys have, have, have had sex, they will stay with you. And then you don't want her no more, and she gets mad. She gets mad because you broke the promise of, I thought we was going to hang out. I thought we was going to eventually get married, Okay. If we were, if if we were for real, we know that this doesn't lead anywhere but to disaster. As far as just trying to get in her pants, she will get psychological. She will get psychological problems. She will bond with you. Why do you think women kill their babies and flatten your tires? Women will kill. Women have killed their babies because they're they they slept with a guy. He didn't want her anymore. She got pregnant. And he's like, look, I'm not trying to have no baby. So the girl goes and cures her baby. Believe me, man, as a man, you have a lot of power 
And to you, and, and that's and when we sleep with women that we're not married to, we really, really harm her. And we harm ourselves. Okay? Uh, she may say she doesn't want to get married, but that's a lie. No woman gives herself to you unless she believes you will ask her to marry you in the future, unless she is disordered in some way. Okay? That's the way it works. Most women will not give you their body if they don't think that, that you're husband material, that you have a, that you have some ambition, that they feel that you um, and them are getting married at some time in the future. Otherwise, why would she waste her time with you? Women don't think about sex and stuff like men do, relationships. We think completely different, okay? Number three, um, we are just seeking to get pleasure as men. Sex makes us feel good, but it's only temporary, and that's what you are seeking, erotic lust, temporary pleasure that only has no, that has one means to an end to fulfill a need that only begets our that only benefits our ego. You know, and that's our problem today in society when we don't have God. All we do is seek pleasure. We don't really look at the consequences of what we're doing. And so when it comes to relationships, we do the same thing. Everybody, everybody, unless they're special, there ain't many of them, their goal when they date is to have sex, is to see if I want to be with that person, to have to be intimate with them. And that being said, that's a shame because we really never get to know the woman or or the man that we're really trying to be with. We're just looking at them as objects, okay? Number four, we have no real goal to get married. We may try and make her believe that, but in reality, we just want a temporary thing. Marriage means I have to give up my freedom. Marriage, marriage means I have to commit to one woman. No way I can do that. And children, responsibility, oh, hell no. Again, pure selfishness. Okay? Men, if you're a woman and you're dating a man and he's not talking about a little bit at least about kids and a future and, and maybe getting married someday, you know, giving you some kind of clue that he just wants you more for your than your body, you need to get away from him. You don't want to have a second date with that dude or a third date, or you definitely don't want to have sex with him, okay? You know, women think, well, he's got a job, or he's rich, or he has a really good job, or if he just has a job, he has a car, you know, he's he's he has ambition, but just because a man, I can't tell you, think of, okay, this is not just me, think of all the people that you've seen go to college, and the woman, the girl's going to college, the man's going to college, and all of a sudden, like, the woman will stop going to college to work, or they'll get married, and then the the, the woman is, is working, and the dude is going to get his doctorate degree or being a lawyer or whatever, and then he gets his stuff, and then he they get a divorce. Man, that's kind of, that's messed up. That's messed up, right? You know, and so it's important that as a woman and as men, we understand that, okay? Number five, we only want to have so-called fun, but is it really fun? What happens when she gets pregnant? And she will get pregnant, you know. You know why? Because sex works. <laughs> it's um, it's doing what it's supposed to do, participating in creation, which is a gift from God. Does she know you only want to have fun? Did you tell her? Did you tell the girl that you that you're dating 
that you only want to have fun? Did you tell her that, that you have no plans to get married, that you don't, you really don't want to ever get married? You don't want to have kids? Did you tell her that? Of course you didn't. Because if you told her that, she wouldn't want to be with you no more. She wouldn't definitely want to have sex with you. And then she'd think you was a jerk, right? People are, these days, we are so not honest with each other. Even in marriage, we don't, we don't talk about nothing worth anything. You know, people that are dating each other, you know, uh, and uh, people that are dating each other and people that are uh, married, you know, we don't talk about anything that's relevant. You know, as long as we agree with each other all the time, you know, uh, and we're having sex with each other, but we can't talk about anything of our future. And that's a problem. If we're, if we're married and we're not talking about our future, if we're dating and we're not talking about our future, what are we doing? We're wasting our time. If you're dating, what we what you should be talking about is your future. Like, are we going to get married? We should be interviewing each other. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? We think about kids. What kind of job you want to do? What's your career going to be like? You know, um, what, where, I mean, where are you, what do you want to live? How many kids you want? You know, um, where do you want to be in five years or 10 years with your life? What do you see that? How do you see that as when you're dating? That's what you're supposed to be talking about. Right. You're not supposed to really be having sex, man, because, again, when we're having sex with each other, it clouds our, our logic, our objectivity. And we can't think straight men and women, you know, because if you're if you're if you're asking all these questions that I'm talking about. And then you um and then let's say you guys don't sleep together and then you find out you know what i really don't like her and she goes you know i really don't like him then you guys can part ways and you haven't lost anything but some time and, and you know and you probably had a couple good days together but if you're asking these questions that i've said and then you sleep together and then you find out a month down the road you know i really don't like this guy or i really don't like this girl you can't just get away from them. You can't. Because if you sleep with somebody and you start ignoring them and not calling them back, you got hell to pay. <laughs> you do. You got hell to pay, brother. And just if you're a woman, it's the same thing. If, 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 uh, you know, if, if you, you were sleeping with a guy, you found out you don't like him and he really likes you and he's calling you, you're not calling him back. You're not honest with him. You got hell to pay. Because that person believed that you had something special, you know, okay? So, uh, next, sure, she doesn't because no way are you going to tell her that you just want to have fun. And if you didn't, it's only a mind game you use. So you can say in the future when she gets pregnant, I told you I only want to have fun. Abort it, girl, abort it. And again, like I said, there have been millions and millions of babies that have been aborted because people slept together, they found out they didn't love each other, or the girl loved the man, the man didn't love the girl, and he's like, I don't want no kids, and then she goes, well, I guess, and she goes to the abortion place, he pays for it, and those that's, that's a heavy load of sin on our soul, okay? This is why having so-called fun when it comes to sex is not the way. I'm telling you, birth control does not work. First of all, if you're a woman and you're on birth control, you end up picking the wrong jerk anyway. You pick the wrong man because somehow birth control doesn't let you pick the right man that's for you. 
Well, because when you're taking birth control, you're in mortal sin because you're interfering in God's plan of creation to send souls back to him. So basically, when you're taking birth control, God is nowhere in your life. Don't think he is. If you're if you're taking birth control, you're a man, you're, you're taking birth control or whatever, especially if you're a woman. God is nowhere in your life. You have turned your life over to Satan. You have. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. People think I can sin and do all the silly stuff I want and God's just going to hang with me. No, God is not going to hang with you. He's not because God's got other problems to deal with. Not He's not trying to deal with somebody who is not trying to conform. You know, my ultimate plan is God. If, you know, his ultimate plan is I'm trying to get as many saints in heaven with me so that we can have a great party and have a great time for eternity. If you as a person or on birth control, you have told God, well, I don't want to conform. I don't want to go to the big party. I want to be who I want to be. And right now, I want to have as much sex as I want and have no consequences. The problem with that is sex works, which means you're going to get pregnant eventually. Why? Because birth control almost always fails. At some point, you know, just like, you know, it's like drugs. Like when you first start taking a drug, it's real good. You feel real good. Even with like caffeine or cocaine or crack, whatever. They all make you feel real good at first. Then you, what do you find? You find you, oh, as the weeks and months and years go along, you find you need more of that drug to get the same high that you had. And even then that goes away too, right? And 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 so this is this is the way with the, what I'm talking about now that we have to understand that things only get worse. They don't get better. We have to conform. Birth control causes women to make dumb decisions about who they sleep with, who they marry. Then they didn't marry the guy. Found out they stopped taking birth control. They found out, oh, my God, who's this guy? They ain't going to tell him about it because they don't really know themselves, right? So remember, sex works. You will, if you take a birth control, you will eventually get pregnant as a man and woman together. You will. It's a matter of time. Somebody's going to forget to take a pill. Uh, the rubber's going to burst. Uh, somebody, if you're doing the pull-out method, you're going to forget to you ain't gonna pull out one time. Or the pill, you're going to take the pill. The pill ain't work. Or you're out of pills. You know, uh, the ID drug, whatever, the IUD, whatever, the drug that you, the patch, it don't work. It's failed. It always, always will happen. Oh, somebody sent me a comment finally. Oh, okay. So the the podcast must be going okay. I don't know. It's just weird today. I don't know. I feel like something ain't right. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I just feel like something's not right today. Um, Like the technology's not working good. But my wife said everything is working okay. Okay. So, good. Okay. So... I'm sorry to say, but think of all the women whose birth whose birth control failed and they find themselves with a baby, then there's no man around. Okay. Next, number six, almost done for today, unless I get a call. Number six, she is just a means to an end, an object of a fork, a knife, a thing to use. When we do this, we are using up her youth, beauty, her vitality, the things that God gave her to attract husband and not just some selfish dude, okay? And I'm going to go more into that in a minute. But the main thing is, man, 
when dudes would tell a woman, I love you. I love you more than anything in the world. You're the number one priority in my life. And then they don't marry them. Okay, so here's the deal. After the fall, God told Eve that she, she would be ordered towards marriage. She will be heavily attached to her husband. Okay, so that right there means that it's in the natural law. It's in us. It's 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 it's, it's intertwined in us. So with that being said, with that being said, a woman tells you, "I don't want to be married." A woman tells you, "I don't want to have kids." No, she's lying. She is going against her natural instinct because it's it's God inserted that in a woman after the fall. Any woman that tells you as a man that she don't want to get married, she is lying. She is not, and worse yet, she is denying her femininity. And so if she's doing that, when you get married to her, if she's lying to you before marriage, she's going to lie to you after marriage. Okay? So I beg you, fellas, I beg you to really evaluate. Listen, I know that you're a man. And I'm a man too. And I understand that men, we we are, it's hard for us to resist a woman when she offers us her body. I know that. I know that. What I'm saying is, man, just think of the consequences is all I'm saying. Think of the consequences that I've talked about today. You know, uh, about, first of all, the main thing that we should know is the more Every woman we sleep with, we're bonded to that woman for life. So every time you see that woman, she knows it. You know that you slept together. It's just, it's 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 it, that's just the way it is. And your wife's gonna know every woman you slept with. If you ever see that girl again, your wife's gonna know it. My wife knew it, <laughs> and I didn't even say nothing. But I'm letting you know that just you know before you sleep with a woman, at least at the minimum. Look at it and say, you know what? Could I spend the rest of my life with her? If this girl got pregnant, would I be willing to ask her to marry me and spend the rest of my life with her? At least do that much as a man. At least do that much. You know, and if you look, if you if you look at that girl, you go, you know what? I really don't like her that much. I really, you know, I really don't like her enough to even want to be her friend. Because really, you can't build a marriage if you don't have if you're not friends. People have tried throughout the centuries. And I'm telling you, if you ain't friends, that's why women try to go, well, I just want to be friends. I don't really want to, uh, I don't look at you like that. That is, you know how ignorant that is? You cannot build a great marriage if y'all ain't friends. And once you become friends, you be, then once you get married, you should become best friends. Because that's when your marriage takes off. That's when the intimacy becomes very um, important and very loving and and the best on the planet. If you can't if if you marry some dude and y'all not even really friends, you what, what do you got? That's not even you don't have nothing to build a marriage on. Because as soon as things starts going wrong, what are you gonna do? You're gonna leave. You gonna want to leave? He's gonna want to leave. Or you you gonna you gonna go you know go farther apart. You're not gonna grow closer together. Trust me. When a woman tells you. If I, if I'm a dude today, if I knew today, well, I'm sorry. If I knew back through, I know today, and a woman told me, I just want to, you know, I don't, you know, I just want to be friends. 
and I don't look at you like that, I'd be like, sweet, that's great. No problem, girl. Oh, yeah, let's just be friends. You know why? Because I know eventually friendship leads to sex. <laughs> it does. Because when the girl starts liking you and, you and she talks to you and she opens up to you and tells you how much she can, you know, you, you that she can that she can trust you or tell you anything and she that you know she can trust you and and she she likes when you listen to her and and y'all have good conversations, dude. That's the basis for a great marriage conversations. Think about it. So if you go get a woman to talk. And it doesn't matter if she says she likes you like that or not. She's lying to herself. She's attracted to you. You get the way you get a woman is you talk to her, and you you ain't got to be nothing special. Just listen and show you're interested in her. And then, but then it comes a point in time where you got to man up, and you got to you got to pursue her. Now, if you're just one of those guys that like, well, I'll just be her friend. And even though I'm attracted to her and I like her, I'm just going to be her friend not try to hit on her. Well, you will never get her because a woman, women, the way they are is, you know, oh, he's just, he's, he's so cute. He's my friend. He's just my friend. You know, if you don't let her know eventually that you like her and, and, and your instincts will tell you when it's a good time to tell her, then you will never get her as a woman. She will never look at you in that way. But, but if if you're talking, if a girl's listening to you and you guys are talking and you're having a good time together and you're going on roller coasters, like my wife says, go on roller coasters. Take a girl on roller coaster. You know why? Because it's exciting. Jump out of an airplane together. It's exciting. That bonds you. That's a great, that's a great point. You know, eventually, if you are a girl's friend and you play your cards right, eventually she will become your wife. If that's what you want. Okay. Now, uh, now I don't, you know, the reason we don't sleep with women outside of marriage is because when a guy says he loves you, if he really loved you, he would marry you. He would put a ring on your finger. He would commit to you. We all know that love is commitment. <laughs> so if a guy is not trying to put a ring on your finger, ladies, that means what? He's not committed to you. But men, we are lazy. We will move. We will sleep with you. We will move in with you. We will drive your car. We will eat your food. We will spend your money. We were uh, we will spend your food stamps. <laughs> we will do hey whatever. You, we'll have sex with you while we're living together. We will do whatever you allow us to do. It 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 behooves me how women will let a man drive their car and waste up all the gas. She at work and he's got her car. Can you believe that? <laughs> Can you believe the insanity of these young girls today? <laughs> I tell you what, you get a woman past 50 and say, Can I drive your car? She'd be like, What? Heck no, you can't drive my car. You better go get your own car. <laughs> but these young girls, boy. They will let the guy drive their car, waste up their gas, eat up her food, waste up her electricity, her gas, uh, you know, spend her money, use up her body. Just let him do all kind of stuff. And he's mean, and he ain't even really nice to her. That's why you don't sleep with somebody, girls. Ladies, you don't sleep with a guy because that's what you end up doing, stupid stuff like that. 
<laughs> and you know it's stupid. You know it's stupid. All your friends tell you stupid. Your mama tells you stupid. Your daddy tells you stupid. Your sisters and brothers tell you stupid. <laughs> and you do it anyway. You know why? Because you can't help it. Because you have had sex with the man and you are now bonded to him for life. And you just can't walk away. Why? Because you don't want to upset him. Because you love him and you care about him. This is why, as a man, you must understand, we must understand our power as a man. That the effect that we have on a woman. And when we use our power the wrong way, it upsets a lot of the balance of society. Look at it. Look at all the kids out here that have no last names. All the kids out here that got their mama's last name. How is a, and all these men that have all these kids out here that got their name and they ain't married to their mama. So the genealogy is all screwed up. There are no real families. There ain't. People think, well, that's my family. If you're not married before God and got kids in the same house, you ain't a family. You're not. You are broken. You're broken. You're broken. Your family is broken. Unless you bring that family together under one name, it's it's hard. It, the argument is hard to have an argument that you are a family. Now people are gonna get mad at me because of what I said. That I don't care. It's the truth. We gotta stop living in the dream world when it comes to sex. We do. If you watch YouTube, Facebook, whatever you want, whatever you own, almost everything's about sex. Everything. All look at the young kids. They all go to Florida. They all just came from Florida, right? This spring. What are they all trying to do? Attract a boy or attract a girl. That's what that's what's that, that's their idea of fun. And of course, that's what you do. That's what all young kids do, right? We all do. Even when we're adults, that's what we do. If we're not married, you know, that's what we do. We try our best to attract a mate. This is why it kills me how so many older women that are that are 30, 35, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, they say they want to get married. They say they want to mate. They say they want somebody to spend the rest of their life with, but they look like a dude. They look like a dude. They do nothing to draw an actual man to them. Well, if he can't accept me for who I am, then I don't want him. Are you out of your mind? No man wants a woman with a haircut tapered like his. That means she's damaged. If a woman has her hair cut off, she's damaged. You know why I know that? I know that it's been proven. I've watched it my whole life. If a woman has all her hair cut off, you want to stay as far away from her as you can. She's damaged. She's been hurt, and she's rebelling against you and society by cutting her hair off. That's what they do. They're upset. They're mad. They're hurt. They've been hurt. And so... If you marry a woman that does not look like a woman or she does a lot of things, she's a feminist, or what we call them a feminazi, you're asking for problems. Your marriage is going to be hell because she's going to bring all that, that man hate into your marriage. Oh, sure, she's beautiful and she's pretty and she might act like she's got a nice personality. But I had a guy, I had a guy the other day. He said, man, him and her was having a conversation. Man, they, they had been praying together and getting along. They were kind of deciding if they were going to, you know, court or whatever. 
And all of a sudden, the thing of about abortion came up. Now, we're praying. We're in the Catholic Church, and we're praying. And the thing about abortion came up. Dude, do you know that she was uh, she was pro-choice? And all he said, all, he said, man, I'm not lying, Jerry. All I did was just ask her, like, why are you pro-choice? And then it came about Obama. You know, he's like, well, I really don't like Obama. And she's like, why do you like Obama? Well, can't like Obama because I don't like his policies and stuff. People kill me just because Obama's black. You not you cannot like him. What kind of crazy mess is that? I don't like Obama. I didn't like his butt. I didn't like him either. I'm black and he's black. But that don't, I don't care. People, it's got this thing. It's like, if you don't like a black person, you're racist. What is that? That's, that doesn't make logical sense. That doesn't even make logical sense. He was a terrible president. He was horrible. <laughs> like my boss in the military, like my coach used to say that's in high school. That was horrible. He was horrible. He was a horrible president. He was. So was Biden. Come on. And so, but that's not the point. The point is, she got mad at him because he didn't like, she didn't like, because he didn't like Obama. But she really got mad at him because he didn't believe in um abortion, which is the church, which is God. That's Christ right there. That's Christ right there. That's a, you cannot believe in kicking a life. So even he said even that was not the big thing. Because we can disagree, right? He said the girl got so mad she hung up on him and he ain't heard from her since. Now that's that's these that's these that's people today. My priest, my wife said, that's what my priest Father McCarthy said. You can't talk to people these days. They crazy. You can't disagree with them. I told my friend, I told my friend, I said, hey, man, that was the best thing that could have happened to you, that she hung up on you and she ain't talked to you. You know why? Because if you guys are trying to decide if you're going to spend your life together or if you're going to further start courting or whatever you're going to do, and she's proven, she people show you who they are before you get married a lot of times. If you give a person six months to a year, it's hard to be cool for a year. <laughs> it's hard not to show who you really are for a year, ain't it? It really is. And when somebody shows you who they are, you believe them. And I told my friend, I said, man, if that girl is act if that girl is like that now and gets mad at you and won't talk to you now, how is it gonna be if y'all get married? How's it going? How's she gonna be if y'all get married? She's gonna hold a grudge. She ain't gonna talk to you for a, for a week or two. She's gonna be mad. She ain't gonna make love to you. She ain't gonna cook your dinner. She's gonna take care of your kids right. She's gonna be mad at you. And you're gonna be like, man, what did I marry? The girl showed when somebody, listen, when you are courting and dating, that's why you don't sleep with them. That's why dates for sex. Because if you sleep with them, you're screwed up. If you court them and you don't sleep with them and you don't like them, that's great. You can you can leave and you ain't you ain't lost nothing, like I said. But man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when a person you're dating them and they show you who you are, what you do is you believe them and you get away from them. I tell all my friends, all guys in my program, you know, because I get guys that are that are uh, single and like they're they're trying to get married, so I get 
look, it's, I guess it's kind of like a marriage prep thing. I get guys who got fiancés and stuff, and I tell them, dude, it's plenty of women out there. It's plenty of them out there. Don't get hooked on one woman yet. What? Once you found the one who you really, you'll know that that's the one, right? Don't get hooked up on one woman. You're too young for that. And I, when I say young, I mean even if you're 40 or 50. It's you know, just like if you a 50-year-old man and you're you're a widow and don't date no woman that's divorced. Don't do it. You're gonna regret it. It's too much work. Once you marry her, she's gonna have all this baggage because she's a man hater. She couldn't make her marriage work. And she's going to blame, of course, she's going to blame her husband. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't care how bad a marriage is. It takes two people to screw up a marriage. Two of them. And she's going to tell you all the stuff. I can't tell you how many guys where the woman that told them all the stuff on the other side. And then you talk to the man. She's like, man, look, I that is not how, how it happened. You know, and then I'll say it again. If a woman has cut off her hair. And she has it tapered down like a man. Stay away from her. She's damaged. She's got ideas that she ain't going to tell you about until y'all get married. And then you're going to be like, what the heck did I marry her for? She's going to cause you all kinds of problems. She's going to try to run things to control things. She's going to try to make you like you her. I'm going to you know, like you hurt, like you her, you know what, you know, and, and she's a feminazi and that's what you do. That's what they are. They don't want to admit it. Every woman thinks they're not a feminazi. They are, everyone thinks that they're not a feminist. They are. Most of them are. Most of them are. And if they ain't, they bring they bring that. They're, they're so influenced by what's going on out here, they don't even know how to deal with a man. They think the way they think to, the way to deal with a man is to confront him and try to kick his butt and try to put their finger in his face and all that kind of stuff. Man, no man wants to marry some crazy woman like that. Men don't want a man. If I wanted a man, I'd marry a man. I don't want a man. I want a woman. I want a feminine, loving, beautiful, great, holy woman. That's what I want. Someone who wears earrings, who has hair at least to her shoulders, <laughs> you know, someone who's not trying to look like a man, someone that at least wears dresses sometimes, at least tries to look, you know, act like, tries to be a lady. That's what men really want. That's what attracts us. Nobody these days wants to admit that. I'm telling you, sweet women are such a commodity right now. Sweet women are such a commodity. Especially those women in the South. Man, I told my boys, man, don't go to the South, man, because they you'll come back married. <laughs> you will come back married. Like right now, there's this movement that black guys go to Venezuela or Brazil. I think it's Brazil. They, it's this movement, man. Brothers, they they go, they they black women have lost their mind. So the brother says, screw that. They go to Brazil, and these Brazilian women are beautiful, they're holy, they know how to treat a man, they are nice and loving, and they serve, which makes him want to serve them. Dude, they said screw United States. But women, they don't. In the United States, they just don't get it. They have been sold a bill of goods. They have been sold a bill of goods, and they are miserable. Like Father Ripperker says, he called a lot of flack for it, too, that feminists are miserable. Feminazis are miserable, and they are. 
They are. They hate men. They hate themselves. They won't conform to God. Every time you try to help them to come along, they they got some excuse why they can't. They want to be stuck in their own world. And they want to be their own God. And I'm telling you, men, a good man don't want you. And if he does, he'll sleep with you and leave you. I guess it's not being a good man, is it? <laughs> but you know what I mean? If a guy, a nice guy, a good man is not, does not want a woman like that. He wants a lady. He wants a sweet, loving man that's going to nurture his children, that's going to take, that's going to nurture him, that's going to allow him to serve her and to love her and to give her all that he is as a man. To make him want to go out and kill something and bring it home for her. That's what a sweet woman will do. That's what a woman of God will do. A woman who's holy will do. A woman that's like the Blessed Mother will do. She will make a man want to conquer nations. That's how powerful a woman is. That's how powerful a woman is. She will make a man want to go out and conquer nations. That is what this, you know, she'll make a man, you know, by the way she raises her, his kids will make him love her so much that there's no way he want to get rid of her. But women these days want to confront men and get in their face and call him a nigga and call him a punk and call him all these names and stuff and all that kind of stuff. Put a finger in his face and, and, and get a bat and try to hit him and try to, you know, try to confront him and, and act like you a man. And then if the dude treats her like she's a man and hits her back, oh my God, I'm calling the police. I'm going to call the police because you just hit me. But you you hit me. <laughs> I had a guy yesterday who said, he said, man, when we first got married, I was trying to be like a man. I was trying to be, you know, I was trying to be cool. And he said, I learned to start getting a, aggressive and violent from her. He said, she started slapping me, hitting me, and trying to knock me around. He says, I'll start trying to defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy gentlemen it's really crazy last one um no two more real quick seven dating dating waste her time dating wastes her time and prevents her from finding her eternal love okay it's important that we understand that dating wastes a woman's time if as a man, we're with a woman and we sleep with her, we live with her for years, we use it, we eat her car, we use her car, we eat her food, we use up her body. Basically, we are we are blocking the blessings that that woman could have to get the man that's supposed, that's going to love her and who's going to give her a life. God, there are three things. The worst thing you can do to a woman is waste her time. That is the woman's most valuable commodity. It's her time. Why? Because of her youth, because of her beauty, because of her vitality to have children. And if, as a man, if you wait, if you if you're sleeping with a woman and you don't plan on marrying her, let her go. Let her go. Let her go and find the man who's supposed, who wants to love her and marry her and give her a great life and do right by her. Don't. Stay with that woman two, three, four, five years and 10, 12 years and stuff. I knew, like I said yesterday, I knew a woman that was with this guy for 12, 13 years. She's an attractive woman. So just think how just think how she was when she was in her, her late 20s. She's like in her 40s now. She's with this guy. He won't marry. They live together. 
It, it makes no sense. If you can't commit to the woman, let her go. You, when a woman, time is very hard on women. We all know that. They start getting sick. You know, the, the, today, the way the, the toxins are in the, in, the, in the environment, women, they have a lot of miscarriages. So it takes them a lot. It takes them three, four chances sometimes to even have a baby. You know, her beauty. You know, a woman is beautiful when she's a child, when she's a teenager, when she's a young, a young woman. Every woman, there's, there's, for every woman, there's a man who thinks she's beautiful. Beauty is truly in the eye of the holder. I don't care what you think a woman looks like. There's a man that thinks she's beautiful. And so knowing that, let her go. Her beauty is what attracts the man who's supposed, who God wants her to spend the rest of her life with. Her, 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 her vitality, right? Her vitality, youth and vitality. Women can only have kids for a certain amount of time. They can. That's why feminazis, you don't want to marry them. Because they're going to say, well, I want to have my career first. Well, by the time you have a career, your career will be 40, 45, 50 years old. You can't have no babies then. If you're a man, you want to have babies, why would you marry a woman like that? You want to have a family and carry on the name of your father and your grandfather and your father's father. And you want to be like, you know, try to, uh, 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 you want to try to send souls to God to, to be, that are saints to spend eternity with him. And you want a woman who don't want to have no babies. Get far away from her as you can. Get far away from her as you can. She's broken. She's disordered. Okay. The society has, she has drunk all the Kool-Aid. Get away from her because you'll regret it if you marry her. You will. You will. She'll take you all kind of changes. Dude, listen. You ain't got to believe nothing I say in this program. You ain't got to believe a dang thing I say. But you better believe my experience. I've talked to hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of men. And I'm telling you, women, you think men are cruel? Women are way crueler than men are when they, when they get hurt. They do, they will take you through changes. So I'm telling you, you ain't believe nothing I say in this program, but you better believe when I start talking about how women are, you best, you best believe me. <laughs> you best believe me. Because dudes will come to me and they are beaten and broken. But because another thing, because society is on the woman's side. That's why you don't marry a woman who's a feminazi, or marry a woman who don't want to have kids, or marry a woman who's divorced. You don't do that. Because if you marry, I can, listen, I got a client right now. Well, maybe not no more. But I a, well, it don't matter. I have several clients. They wife been married four, five times and stuff. That's why you don't marry a divorced woman. Because as soon as things start going wrong again, she's going to start ignoring you. Then she's going to leave you and might get another man on you. That's why you don't do this stuff. You got to understand. I know I'm turning a lot of people off right now, but man, I don't even care. It's the truth. It's the truth. As a man, as I, if I'm, if uh, if a young man is listening to me to this podcast right now, and he's 18, and he's between the ages of 18, I will say 16 and 35. You better listen to what I'm saying. I got a responsibility to tell the truth, and if I and, and when and I've got men, young boys, listening to this podcast, and if I'm simply telling them how great women are all the time, that is not true. You got to learn how to pick the right woman. That's the key. And if a woman is damaged, man, you stay away from her. But of course, when she wants you, 
She's gonna see, tell you she's gonna have beautiful. She you know, she's gonna seem all beautiful. She's gonna seem nice. She's gonna tell you all the bad stuff all the guys did to her and all that stuff. Dude, let her go. There are plenty of women out there. Really, let her go be by herself. Let her find another divorced man to marry. They they'll do good together. Okay. Don't you as a young man between 18 and 35 marry a woman like that. You'll you regret it. Okay. Now, next. So the, the key to that with number seven is fellas, don't don't you waste up a woman's youth, youth, vitality, and beauty, which is her time. If you don't want to marry her, let her go. Love her enough to let her go. If you do love her enough, marry her and make an honest woman out of her and, and lead your family towards God. That's the, what an honorable man will do. Number eight, the last one for today. And then we're done. Eight, in the end, dating is for wusses and it's complete cowardice. Okay? A man that uses up women like that, he's a coward. He is. He don't want to commit. He don't want to man up. He don't want to be nobody's hero. He just only thinks about himself. And that's really all I'm going to say on that one. Listen, as a man, we've all done it. We've Most of us in today's age, in the last 100, 150 years, have slept with a woman that wasn't our wife. We've all done it. The thing about it is, is now that we know the real deal, do we still, we're 50 and 40 and 60 and 70 years old, do we still hold that same viewpoint? Where we teach our sons it's okay. We teach our daughters it's okay. You know, if we're still got that same old stuff, man, we're wrong. We're wrong. And I'm going to tell you we're wrong. Okay? So, with that being said, we are done for today. And we will be right back. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern, live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. All right, all right. We're done for the day, and I hope that you guys got some out of that. We're going to do part two tomorrow, and that is courting is for marriage and why courting is for marriage. Um, today, I know I probably upset a lot of people, but you know what? My wife always says the first response to truth is anger, and so... Um, if that upset you or it touched some notes, that's okay. That's okay. We can agree to disagree. That's fine. Really, we can. I still like you and hopefully you still like me. We don't have to agree on everything. But you know what? It doesn't matter. The main thing is that if I touched a, a nerve in you or 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 anything like that, that, that you try your best to analyze it and see is it really true in you. You know, and then if it is, you just try to fix it. They wait. Well, everything turns out okay. Remember, this whole thing's about God, man. That's what this whole thing's about. It's not about Jerry or you or what we believe, what I believe, all that stuff. It's about what God believes, what He's about. And if we could keep our our time together, is to try to keep on the same on the that journey towards our Lord. And the way we do that is we conform. We conform to what, what God says will make us feel better as men and women, as a human person. And stay away from evil, which is anything contrary to the law and the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ and his church, the Catholic church, okay? So with that being said, we are done for the day, and we will end um, today with um, 
with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.